Hello, Dr. Dyke Drummond here at the home of TheHappyMD.com in beautiful Seattle, Washington. Welcome to the latest episode of the Physicians on Purpose podcast. Tools so you can recognize and prevent your own burnout. Stories of burnout put to its highest and best use and wellness leadership strategies. Everything you need to be a physician on purpose. Well, hello again. This is Dr. Dyke Drummond from our home on the web at thehappymd.com with the latest edition of the Physicians on Purpose podcast. Today, my guest is Dr. Penelope Shu. She's a pediatrician and one of the coaches at our website at thehappymd.com. Penny's in New York City and been through, uh, we're recording this in uh, in July, almost July of 2020. So she's been through the great New York City meltdown and recovery from COVID-19. Got plenty of stories to tell. Uh, we'll get to that on some other date. Right now, Penny's going to share with us some of the things that she does with her coaching clients who are struggling with stress and burnout. Penny, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is so fun and exciting. <laughs> now, you're very welcome. It is going to be fun. Um, her favorite color is green, which is, yeah, she's got yes. that green top on. Yep, and my yep. plant next to me. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> so Penny was talking to me before we started the recording about a special wheel of lifestyle thing that she teaches her coaching clients. And uh, Penny, why don't you just uh, let us know a little bit about, is this something that you start your clients off with? Is this an early thing that you teach them? And then take us around this five-point wheel you were talking about. It sounds fascinating. Yeah, I mean, most of the uh, physician clients that I meet are in burnout, right? And so they're beyond stress. They're, you know, they're they're fraying. They're in that whirlwind behind you. And um, I created what I call a toolkit or a tool belt of quick and easy things that they can do to kind of get themselves out of that whirlwind. Um, I'm a practicing pediatrician myself, right? I, you know, so I, I fully understand that we don't have 20 minutes to sit on a yoga mat and meditate. We don't have time to like, you know, like write in a journal in the middle of a day. So all of the things that I teach, this toolkit is designed to be super practical. Everything that I teach um, should take you 60 seconds or less. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. The longest thing I teach, which is a body scan, um, takes about three minutes. But even after I teach it, I don't necessarily need you to do the whole body. And, I, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, no, I designed this to be super, super quick and easy. Um, I kind of call them life hacks. Like they're just quick and dirty things that you can do to hack into your day throughout the day, 30 seconds here, 30 seconds here. And it doesn't sound like it would be effective. But when I do this in a workshop setting, or when I do this with clients, within 30 seconds, you know, I, I, I ask for feedback and without a doubt, they feel somewhat better. Again, it's not going to reduce all of the stress 100%. It's not going to make the whirlwind completely stop. But sometimes all you need to do is just kind of catch a breath, you know, like right. take a little take, take, take a little break, kind of remember that there are some good things happening in your life, and then kind of go back to the madness. But sometimes that's the best that we can do. But at least we can do that, right? It doesn't have to be this constant downward spiral. Right. And, and then just... Um... As you alluded to back here, we've got the whirlwind, and um, I've taught on a previous lesson that the fundamental experience for a physician when you walk into your practice is being in the center of that little whirlwind. Depending on what's going on, all of your practice is focusing its energy on you, asking you to make decisions. And we can always take a single breath and pop out, let go of anything that doesn't need to be here right now, and just pop yourself out, maybe add in some flutter lips or not. 
right? So these hacks are variations on stepping out of the whirlwind. So important. And the interesting thing too is the best position to be in when you're thinking about changing the very nature of your whirlwind is from the outside looking in that new level of consciousness. Yep. So take us round the wheel, your five point life hack wheel. It's a pentagram. I like it. Yes. Uh, so basically I teach one physical tool, one emotional tool, one spiritual tool, one environmental tool and one mental tool. And there, if I have time, uh, I'll teach a six, which is a social tool. Okay. But those are the, the core five are physical, emotional, spiritual, environmental, and mental. Okay, um, great. Yeah. So the easiest physical tool that I teach is breathing. And, and obviously you, you know, you, you do this all the time with the squeegee breath and, you know, one minute mindfulness and all that wonderful stuff. And it is remarkable how I feel like everybody forgets, right? How powerful a deep controlled mindful breath can be. And so I will teach them how to do abdominal breathing, right? You know, not just like, you know, the hyperventilating kind of breath, but the actual abdominal breathing using your diaphragm and not your shoulders. Don't tense up your neck. Only your belly should be should be moving, right? Exactly. That's going to just bring up all the tension here. And then you only wind up using like this part of your lung, right? If your lungs are all the way down to your chest, all the way down to your abdomen. And if you use your diaphragm fully, you know, you just bring in more oxygen and everybody loves more oxygen, right? Like it'll slow down your, your respiratory rate, your blood pressure, your heart rate, all that good stuff. Um, and so I'll, I'll have them do it. I'll actually have them put their hands on their belly and I have, you know, I put mine there too. And so do you put your hands down below your belly button? I put them right on my belly button. Tian Tian. Tian Yes. It's a, it's a Kung Fu Tai Chi thing. The space between your pubic bone and your belly button. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what that translates into, and what you're trying to say in Chinese. Sorry, it's, it, it's what my Tai Chi guy called it. Okay, cool. But basically, your hands are on your belly, not on, yeah. not across your shoulders. That's right. Not here. Not even like on the ribs, but below, 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 below. And that's the part that should inflate. And I'll have them do like three or four breaths. And three or four breaths takes roughly 20 seconds. And um, I'll be damned if, if they don't feel somewhat better, you know, after 20 seconds. And again, the, the challenge is, you know, where can you do this throughout your day? And, uh, and, and that takes some thought and it, it does take an intention to actually do any of these things, but everybody's got 20 seconds. You know what I mean? You may not have 20 minutes, but I know you've got 20 seconds somewhere. So find it. Where can it be? And, you know, I'll throw out some examples. Like for me, I'm constantly washing my hands because I get peed on as a pediatrician. I'm always at the sink. <laughs> Happens like at least twice a day. So I'm always at the sink. Um, I bet you don't miss that about family practice. And, and every time I'm at the sink, you know, especially now with COVID, like we want to wash our hands for 20 seconds. I will just breathe while I'm washing my hands. It can be anywhere throughout the day, right? During your drive, uh, as you're washing dishes, in the shower, like anywhere. So that's the physical one. Gotcha. Um, the emotional one is essentially to find an emotion that you would rather feel than the stress and then find the thing that would get you there. So the example I always use is like for me, when I'm really stressed out, what will cut through the tension for me the fastest is laughter, right? If you tell me like a stupid joke, like I'll just, I'll bust out laughing and it just kind of, you know, releases. So I have over the years collated on YouTube, on Facebook, in my phone, a list, forgive my French, 
uh, like I have a playlist that's called dumb shit, you know, <laughs> and it's, just, <laughs> it's just silly, dumb videos. <laughs> See, you're laughing. That just make me laugh. Um, <laughs> I am from New York. Okay. Okay. So hang on a second. Take a breath when you're washing your hands. Make your dumb shit list. Yep. Okay, what's, what's next? Um, the spiritual tool is a gratitude journal. And that's like very popular now. And it's something that I've been doing personally for a long time, exactly. And again, the idea is if you seek positive things, if you remember that there are good things going on in your life, you will find them, right? And that is enough of a shift sometimes to shift out of like, life is terrible. Well, and um, I, always, I always have the baseline of do your teeth hurt and are your underpants dry? And if you can say yes to no and a yes, then, you know, things could be way worse. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. You're doing pretty good. Uh, so that's the spiritual one. The environmental one is essentially trying to find some sort of totem, um, whether it's something that you put on your phone or, you know, uh, in your purse, in your pocket, hanging from your car, um, you're looking for something. What are you doing? My carpe diem coin. Oh, yeah. I've seen that before. I have seen that before. Yeah, and for me, mine is... Can you see my, my screensaver? It's a Santa Monica Pier. It's a Santa pier. Monica Pier. It's a Santa Monica Pier in California. Um, and the beach, which is where I love to go. So something that when you touch, see, feel, hear, immediately brings you a sense of whatever it is that you want to feel, right? Whether it's calm, whether it's love, whether it's hope, joy, you know, whatever it is that you want to feel, again, it's just using your environment and structuring your environment to support that. You know, uh, you know, maybe you do have like a little, you know, stem of flowers next to your computer. Um, I actually tape stuff to my computer, to, you know, to my computer frame as little reminders. Um, putting things on your desk, putting things on your phone, just little things like that that are quick and easy to access in your environment to support you. Oh, who's that's that? That's Pan. That's Pan. Oh, that's Pan? <laughs> he's got his flute and he's half goat. My goodness. <laughs> okay. Well, and then there's this. Yeah. See, like I would endorse that for full show. Yeah, see, all over my desk, all over my desk. There you I go. Have, I have like beaches of everything. Um, that's Hawaii. And then the last one is mental. Mental, it sort of winds up being its own little lecture in a way because it, it does get into mindfulness and sort of really understanding that whatever this moment is, even if it is a whirlwind, it is just a moment, right? And it's not going to last forever. There is going to be another moment coming soon. So you don't have to hold on to this one and you don't have to ruminate about it. And you don't have to kind of, you know, spin and spin and spin and spin and go down that cycle. You can just sort of be with it for a moment and just know that it's going to leave and then it'll be replaced by another moment, right? So all good moments end, all bad moments end. And just kind of remembering that um, and using that as a tool to just remind yourself when you are in the whirlwind that it's not going to be like this forever. Um, do one of the other things to get you out or just sort of be aware that it's going to pass. So go with the cycle again for us. So physical breathing, emotional dumb shit playlist or positive emotion playlist is what I <laughs> actually call it. Spiritual gratitude journal, environmental, some sort of totem and mental just as I say, follow Elsa and let it go. Just let it go.
Nice. And then let me ask you this. Do you notice amongst your clients and maybe even for yourself that there is a place that people start more commonly? Uh, do they pick, does one seem to predominate as the first one people will grab hold of? Well, I, uh, the physical one, breathing, I think is always the easiest one that people can kind of get, especially if you're talking to physicians, like they know that deep breathing is going to activate the parasympathetic, you know, like they get the science behind it. So it's kind of the easiest one for them to kind of be like, okay, that makes sense. And, and I can do that. And I obviously, I have them do it with me on the phone during right. the session so they can see that it works, you know? Um, and so that's usually the one that people will start with. And, and then uh, the second easiest one that I feel like people can grab onto is again, the environmental stuff, right? Get a coin, get the picture, you know, that's easy enough to do, stick it on your phone and have it with you. Some of the other ones like cultivating a playlist, practicing mindfulness, getting a gratitude journal, you know, those take a little bit more steps. And I don't recommend people start with all five, right? Just right. Pick, pick one, pick the easiest one. Plate pick spinning. One. Yeah, yeah. Just one at a time, one yep. at a time. Yep. yep, yep, yep. And then let me just throw in a little bit of concepts from the One Minute Mindfulness Program. If you've listened to BJ Fogg, F-O-G-G, -G, BJ Fogg, who's the Tiny Habits fella, says that if you want to pick up something as a new habit, it's best to trigger it. He now uses the word prompt, but it's best to trigger it with an old habit, ideally a super habit, something you'd never not do in between patients. So that's why it's important to say, you know, I'm going to I'm going to take that deep breath every time I wash my hands or every time I open a door, or every time I use the bathroom, every time my phone rings and uh, actually hook this new habit on to an old one and uh, play games with it as well. I always yep. like the Dairy Queen dip cone, the little vanilla dip chocolate cone. Every mm -hmm. time I take 10 breaths a day. Oh. 10 conscious breaths a day. Hopefully wow. I breathe more than 10 times a day. <laughs> right on. So there we go. The big five. The pentagram of wellness, one at a time. Right on. So that's Penny Shu. And Penny is one of our doctors at The Happy MD, our physician coaches at The Happy MD. So here's how that works. Go to the website, punch the coach key, and you'll see Penny is one of the bios there. And... Uh, once again, remember that the first call, hour-long call with a strategic plan is absolutely free, uh, no cost, no obligation, completely confidential, so that you can get a strategic plan. And if you decide you want to hire Penny as your coach, she's right there. And we have several different packages that you can choose from. Penny's been with us for a while now. She's our East Coast representative. And uh, is there anything else you want to say to sign us off here, Penny? Just that it's possible. You know, I know, I know sometimes when you're in the whirlwind, it seems like I can't do any of these. Like that, that's just, it's going to take too much time. I promise you, you can find 20 seconds. And in 20 seconds, I promise you one of these will work and you will feel better. I promise. Right on. Work. Right on, right on. Well, thank you so much, Benny, for being here. Everybody, thanks for being uh, listeners on the podcast. And everybody, keep breathing and have a great rest of your day. 